Thank you for tuning in to Voice Epilepsy Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Davidson. On Voice Epilepsy Podcast, we will discuss health and wellness, education, employment, lived experience, and all things epilepsy. Today, we're hosting a special podcast with our friends from the Epilepsy Friends Forever program. It's a program that is offered here in British Columbia for young people to come together, connect, and make new friends. I'm joined by Sophia. Sophia, thank you so much for joining us. It's an honor to be here. And Carl, thank you also. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here. And so both of you joined the program at the same time. You were the first participants to attend our group, and that was over a year and a half ago. Yeah, I felt really at home, and it really gave me the confidence what I've become today. I couldn't have done it without the EFF. Uh, Sophia, thank you so much for saying that. You know, the purpose of starting the EFF was really to connect young people, teenagers like yourselves, to others that have epilepsy and understand what the journey is like. And so to hear that it's had that much of an impact on you is really heartwarming. Thank you. Carl? Yeah, this was the first time I went to EFF was right after, not immediately after, but about a month after I had had my second seizure. And so it was really nice to show up and be surrounded by people who were in a similar position as me at the time. There is a bit of a difference, the lived experience. When you're talking to other teenagers and adults who've had seizures, there is a special kind of connection because they understand what it means to to have that. They understand what the vulnerability is of having a seizure. They understand the vulnerability around not knowing when a seizure is actually going to happen. And then also they understand what it means if they're going to have a seizure in public or in a classroom. So it's really important that we have the support system that teenagers and young people are not left feeling alone. Um, honestly, when I talk to people about my seizures, I love how they support me. But at the time, I didn't really have anyone to talk to that really understood me. I felt like I was alone and I was the only one that had epilepsy. And until I came to EFF, I instantly felt a connection, a deeper connection, because they understood me and I could tell that they could already understand me for who I am and not being judged. Yeah, I go to a school where not a lot of people really talk about their personal issues or really talk about much outside of school at all. So when I went to EFF, it was really nice to have people to talk to about just that and to be surrounded by people who understand about the kinds of everyday things that we face with epilepsy. Thank you, Carl. The group dynamic is really important. It is one of support. It is one that is friendly. It is one that is open and welcoming. So any other uh, teenagers or children that are thinking about coming to EFF, hearing you guys say that it is a supportive environment is really important. So thank you. Would you guys be open to sharing your stories uh, for people who are listening? Well, here's my story. I was diagnosed with epilepsy at one and a half years old. And from there, I, I started having frequent seizures. I had tonic-clonic seizures. And we were at a wedding in Scotland. When the bagpipes started playing, it startled me, and I had my first tonic-clonic seizure. Luckily, we got to the hospital in time, 
and they recovered me. I was just a baby, so my parents filled me in with all the details, but yeah, that's when epilepsy actually became a part of me, and I, epilepsy actually changed my life forever. For the staff that have known you for the last year and a half and to see how you have moved from a real strict ketogenic diet for seizure control and, and having some success there, it was really fun to, you know, go from, you know, you bringing your, your ketogenic snacks to groups and, and whatnot and then being able to have cake with everybody and, and, and being able to eat um, what everyone else is eating. That was a real breakthrough moment in terms of your therapy and, and getting, you know, getting better. Yeah, about the ketogenic diet, it is hard. It is a hard diet. I was on it for a medical reason, of course. So I couldn't have any carbohydrates or any candy. All my food had to be weighed to the 10th gram. And it was a rough time, but I made it through. And I had one seizure on the diet, so it reduced my seizures a lot. Finally, after two years of the diet, I had another seizure, I think in August or October. The diet started wearing off, so I slowly came back to normal foods. For me, it started back right after grade 10. I had just finished my exams. I was going on a plane trip to Italy, so because exams had been delayed um, or had been changed, the, the dates of the exams had been changed to, I think, an earlier date, uh, I had to do all five of my exams in three days. So I was really stressed and really tired on the plane trip there. And on the plane trip, I ended up finding myself waking up in the back of the plane at one point. And I didn't know why I was there. I didn't know why there were needles and tubes hooked up into me. And I was confused. And I asked what had happened when I was finally able to ask, when I finally had enough strength to ask. And I was told, you just had a seizure. And that was intensely shocking. We had to stay in uh, Germany where we were going to have our transfer to the plane to Italy. And we had to stay there for a whole day. But after that trip to Italy, I went and saw a doctor. And uh, he said, well, don't worry about it too much. It's your first seizure. Most people don't have seizures after their first one. So you probably don't have epilepsy. It's fine. We'll just have to wait it out. And so I spent the summer really just hoping I wouldn't have another one. And then I go to grade 11, my school, and the first day back, I, I had my second seizure. And I felt my vision darkening around the edges. And then I saw people panicking as I slowly was going down to the ground and then the doctors picked me up and I went to the hospital. And there I was diagnosed with epilepsy in grade 11. And it was at this time that I really started to get feel really down. Um, it's probably one of the darkest moments in my life. I kind of been struggling with anxiety um, before that, but this really brought all of it back. At this point, I had to find something that would cheer me up. So I, one day my mom told me, hey, there's uh, the BC Epilepsy Group and they have something called Epilepsy Friends Forever. 
EFF. Um, would you like to go? And I went, okay, this seems like something maybe I could try. And turned out it was a really chill group. Um, it was really fun. Everyone here has been so nice. Everyone really understands what everyone's going through. It's been one of the greatest choices I made after being diagnosed with epilepsy to come to one of these things. Yeah. Well, thank you, Carl. Uh, you know, I'll never forget the first time I met you in that in that first group. And, you know, everyone's kind of nervous. And, and you just kind of made everybody so comfortable with your great sense of humor, your storytelling and that. And, and for that, I'm incredibly appreciative. Is there anything that you would like to say to a child or a teenager that is contemplating whether or not to come to one of the EFF groups? I think one of the things that I think a lot of people might think about EFF is that it's more like a conference or something. Like it's just a bunch of people sitting around a table. But and it's much more than that. It's, yeah. it's not business people just sitting around talking about, oh yeah, here's the figures for this month. Anything. It's a bunch of friends getting together and just talking like friends. I remember yeah. at Christmas time we were decorating the gingerbread houses. Everyone was just so happy. I remember the little kids just laughing. Everyone was just so friendly. It really changed my life forever. Like Carl said, I think it may have been one of the greatest choices I ever made. You know, Sophia, starting the EFF group is one of the best decisions I've ever made. And it is for exactly the reasons that you and Carl have spoken about. When I was your age with epilepsy, I didn't know anybody. So it was really going to be one of the first things I would do was to make that kind of a difference in someone else's life. And so by connecting you guys, it's really like a dream come true for me. So I agree, it's one of the best decisions of my life too. The BC Epilepsy Society offers bursaries to uh, young people who are looking at post-secondary and education. BC Epilepsy Society has a special fund that is restricted just for bursaries. And that means that if you're graduating from high school and you're looking at going into a trade or going into university or, or whatever it may be, there is uh, a bursary for people living with epilepsy who are graduating. Carl, would you like to say a few words about that? Well, with the bursary program, I'm going into college or university after uh, grade 12 this year, so I'm working hard for that. And I learned that um, BC Epilepsy has a bursary for $500 for um, anything uh, post-secondary education related. That That's really helpful for anyone who wants to end a post-secondary who might have epilepsy. And not only that, but this program is a way for students with epilepsy to do whatever they want to do after they graduate high school. So there's, for example, you could do a makeup business, anything you want to do, whatever your dream goals are, you could probably do them. Like with me, I'm hoping to get into college for creative writing, creative writing course, and that extra 500 bucks would be really helpful to pay off the, um, the cost of university to get into the course that I want and to really find 
what I'm passionate about. Well, Carl, there's no doubt that, you know, your trajectory and where you're going to go in life is going to be incredible. And, and same with you, Sophia, the future is bright. And BC Epilepsy Society is just so proud to be part of the journey. I want to thank you both for joining us on this podcast today. I know that, you know, those nervous people, those nervous children and youth that are wondering whether or not they should step out and come into um, a group setting here and talk about epilepsy, you have been incredibly comforting. And I think that that has been an enormous gift. Thank you guys very much. Thanks for tuning in to the Voice Epilepsy podcast. Make sure to follow us on all of our BCES and I'm a Voice for Epilepsy Awareness social media platforms. In closing, remember, you matter and you are not alone. Make Thursdays our Epilepsy Date Night with Epilepsy Voice Podcasts.